Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of Opportunity Knocks. I am your host, Dean Miller, and welcome to the studio. Today's guest is yet another one of those people I met through the wonderful world of social media, Instagram specifically, through a friend of a friend of a friend, which is pretty much, Instagram has taken six degrees of separation and basically made it one and a half to two, I think. Um, so a little insight on today's guest. She was introduced to me through the world of my dear friend, Lauren Zambelli, uh, mortgage mortgage loan officer extraordinaire, philanthropist, and all-around great person. Uh, and when you hang around great people, you find even better people all too often. And I think Lauren would say the same thing. So I was introduced to a group to kind of watch called Babes in, Babes in Business Long Island. And I was watching this, and I'm saying this is somebody who knows their niche, knows what they're good at, uh, and has the utmost confidence in pretty much everything that comes out of their mouth based on what I've seen so far. And for the look on her face, I'm going to guess she disagrees with me, but I think when you take a minute to watch, you're, you're going to understand what we're talking about. So ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the studio, Jen Fasano. Jen, hey, thank you so you? much. I'm fantastic. Uh, I appreciate you coming in and doing this. You know, like we said, you started and we'll, we'll dive into the details, but you started this new venture about a year ago. Uh, and Lauren introduced me to you and said, you've got to pay attention to what she's doing. I'm going, I'm speaking at this networking event. I'm doing all these things with her and she's something about her is just really good. I don't even know what it is yet. And that was in the very beginning. Cause I remember Lauren was kind of had, was a little bit antsy about saying, Hey, I got a speaking gig tonight. I can't wait. I'm excited. But she had that nervous energy as well. And I spoke to her two days later and she was like, it was great. I love these people, the greatest women in the world. This is going to be so good for me. Uh, but she, she said it was going to be good for her, but she led with, I can't wait to see what comes out of this. For, and it wasn't just a selfish thing. It's like, well, what's going to evolve from this organization? So let, let's start right there. Um, you're a network marketer, but kind of by trade and led to this babes in business Long Island thing. Tell us a little bit about what that is. Right. So I, like you said, was in network marketing and I was always looking for new ways to network. I am a social person. I'm friendly. I meet lots of people, but being in the business that you're in, you want to always meet more people. And I'd go to those typical networking events uh, or networking groups. Uh, there's plenty of them on Long Island where you go and you sit at a diner at 7 a.m. and you eat an omelet with guys in suits and women in pantyhose. And I knew it wasn't for me. Uh, so I met this wonderful girl named Jen Chavez at a event uh, for my network marketing company in Nashville over the summer, last summer. And we were talking at the bar, having a drink, and she was telling me about Babes in Business in Jersey. And as she started to tell me about this networking community and group that she created, I was like, blown away. And I knew immediately that we needed to have that on Long Island. We have nothing like it on Long Island and it's everything that I wanted to be a part of. So I said, like, uh, this is amazing. How do we get this on Long Island? She's like, well, you want to do it? Just do it. Like, okay. So, so it we, wasn't like a franchise opportunity you were buying into, which it sounds like you might've been thinking. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, at that point she was three years old. I had, I did know that she had a couple other um, areas in Jersey where people were running them for her, but we have a mutual agreement and, and we just decided to go with it. So we uh, created our first event in November of last year. And that was actually the event that you're speaking yeah. to that Lauren spoke at. And uh, it was 
I mean, hands down, one of the most rewarding days of my life. I mean, aside from like having my children and running a marathon, like probably like right up there. So it was, we, we had, I don't know, like 130 women in the room. We had vendors, we had speakers, we had incredible guests. We danced, we laughed, we cried. I mean, it was absolutely incredible. And just like you said, Lauren said, it was, it was that aha moment that I knew that we were on the brink of something really special. That's great. That's great. What, for the sake of giving some clarity to the audience, who, to our audience, who was in the audience? Who were the people that you invited? Totally. So it's uh, female entrepreneurs with any type of a business or females who are maybe looking for something, maybe want to be an entrepreneur, maybe want to get into business, but are overwhelmed by the thought of it or the process of it. So we have everything from network marketers to brick and mortars, to gyms, to restaurants, to financial advisors, to real estate agents. I mean, we don't, um, we don't discriminate as long as you're a chick and we've had some guys to actually filter in. Um, I was going to say, look at the name of the organization. Be careful which path you go down. <laughs> yes, exactly. Exactly. But we've We've had some guys in the organization uh, if they if they fit the branding. Okay. Um, but we don't want you to just come and hang out with a bunch of girls right. because you feel like. It. Uh, but any anybody really, I mean, it, it, they're they're the opportunities are endless for women in business that want to you know be in a space where you're encouraged, supported. There's no, um, it's it, there it's community. There's literally no. What am I the word I'm looking for? There's no. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? There's no barrier of entry. No. And there's no, there's no, um, like we don't, we don't, holy cow, I'm totally drawing a blank on the word, but there's, it's community. You're not, you're not discriminating against anybody in the, in the sense of you you don't belong here other than the fact that you'd prefer to be by, with, and for other women who are empowering each other. Right. And there's, and there's, we, we all work together. It's a community. Okay. So even if you're, you know, there's five or six real estate agents, we're okay with that. There's 10 people who make, you know, uh, candles. We're okay with that. So we, we all work together as a community. It's a very open-minded, we're here Absolutely. to benefit each other. Collaboration we don't look all at, the way. That, and that's, that's the right word. It's collaboration, not competition. Competition. That Thank was you. the word yep. I was looking for, I, Dean. I, Thank listen, you. <laughs> it's it, by podcast standards for us, we're recording this around 10 AM. This is early in the day for me. I don't have podcasts or brain yet uh, I, I i'm still waking up to it uh it's been a long day already but, but this is one cup of coffee <laughs> and i yeah and I, and I don't drink coffee so that's the scare that's the scary thing oh, God um yeah uh so and and i like that about what what you do is that you're you're more than willing to encourage people of like kind like business to come in and not look at it as hey it's me against you is because I look at it from the real estate perspective and say, oh, so many times realtors say, oh, I'm not going to join a networking group if there's more than one other realtor. And sometimes and I, you're not allowed. And I, Yeah. And right. I don't, right. Certain groups say there can only be one person per industry. I've always found that I've done my best learning from people either in that the average person would look at and say, we're in direct competition with each other, but we're willing to collaborate. And I have several agents that I've done that with over two plus decades. Uh, and then in the, at the, the same time, I want to find people outside the industry. You know, we talked briefly about, about my restaurant experience. I learned more. I took more of my real estate knowledge in marketing and database to the restaurant. And that's what led to us having some success. When I left that, I brought so much of what I learned back to the real estate industry. And I try to run my real estate organization more, more along the lines of a hospitality organization um, than your typical real estate company. And the pushback I get on a daily basis or the confusion I get is mind blowing. Just be be a little open minded. Just because you're in, you know, 
the best real estate businesses were built around studying the model of attorneys and doctors. You don't, you don't walk in and see the brain surgeon. You have to go through a, you know, an appointment center. Right. You have to go through a nurse who's going to take your blood pressure and right. before you sit down with the doctor. And he says, okay. And usually the doctor's in the room with you three minutes and he's the one getting paid the big bucks, but he's got the great team. Um, and I, I, I like what you guys do in saying, just come here and, and let's learn because it seems like you're aware of challenges and you bring them to the forefront based on what you hear from each other. Um, and I don't say this in any way to say because you're women, you have these challenges, but there are challenges that women are going to have that, that men don't. And we can get into all sorts of discriminatory conversation here, which is not the intention, but you know, everybody's going to have their differences. Right. Um, and, and to watch some of what's evolved out of your group in, in the few months that I've had a chance to just kind of watch it from the outside. I don't want to say I'm envious, but I think it's brilliant what you're doing. And I wish more people would say, here's a niche. That's my audience. Right. Um, and, and do what you do and do it really well for and with each other. Right. And I think that, you know, that was November of last year when we had that event and we were actually, we had two additional events after that. And then our last event was on March 11th. So just imagine <laughs> two days later, the world shut yep. down. And I was, I remember that event vividly and was like, didn't even have any idea what was going on, uh, but knew that it was probably going to be squeezed in by the, you know, the skin of my teeth. So we had the event in March and then all of a sudden the world shuts down and we couldn't have our next event, you know, and I had some other, you know, breakfast clubs scheduled and cause we also have the big events, but then we also have more workshoppy type events okay. where we go and learn more hands-on, more hands-on. Exactly. Uh, so I had to cancel all of those and I was like, okay, well this is brand new and we've got incredible momentum here. We, we were having, you know, our, our followers were growing and our, our, our community was evolving and people were building relationships and I didn't want that to end. So I knew, I mean, the word of COVID was, you know, pivot. Uh, but I knew I had to, you know, I knew that if I wanted to keep this going, uh, cause it was brand new. I mean, we were only like five months in, you know, if I had to keep it going, I had to do something. Uh, so I dug in, uh, whether I wanted to or not, even though my kids were home with me every single day at 10 AM, I locked the door, put some makeup on my face and I did lives every single morning with yeah. different business owners. So every morning there, I had a schedule for five weeks out, six weeks out. Uh, and every morning I popped on a live with another female business owner inside of the community. We highlighted their businesses, highlighted their services. And I do honestly believe that that was uh, a really piv pivotal moment for babes in business as it relates to what we did during COVID to really stay present. Yep. Uh, and you know, it kept me, held me accountable. I had to wake up every day and make sure I got on every morning. Uh, but it was, it was really incredible what came out of that. I mean, just to learn about these women, learn the challenges, share the frustrations, share the wins. It was, it was, it was amazing. And I, I think to be honest with you, I think that's part of what encouraged me to, to get to know you more. Um, because I, I looked at it and I, I love, you know, it's why we, chose the name Opportunity Knocks for the show. I believe there's positive and negative to come out of every opportunity. I look for the failures. I, I thrive on them because you learn so much more when you get, when you literally get kicked in the ass or punched in the teeth than when you say, hey, look, we got another deal done. We're making more money. We're more transactions. I, I love the struggle and the failure and the challenges that come along with it. And I love hearing other people's, what, what many people would say is the negatives. I don't do it to knock anybody. I just, I, I listen and I say, my goal from a selfish standpoint is to learn something from everybody who sits in that chair. 
uh, and to say, okay, what mistake did you make? Am I doing that myself? Does that, will that come up in my future? Okay. When that happens, Hey, how did Jen handle it? What was her opportunity? What can I learn from that now? Um, you know, instead of having to put the full face mask on and get knocked down a full flat on your face, at least you have a little protection. Uh, and, and I think that's a great reason. And, and watching what you did by having those conversations, I think really opened the eyes up to people out there to say, Hey, I'm not a, a I'm not alone. B that happened to me. Let me get involved. And I think most people want to be giving and say, Hey, if you go live and someone's there and they say that exact same thing that you're going through happened to me, here's how I handled it. It's not about their ego. It's about wanting to give back and be supportive of other people. Right. And at, at the root of it, I, th I think your organization, from what I've seen so far, one of the major pillars is that you are a tremendous support system. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. I, I think I, I agree with you a hundred percent. And I, I, the feedback that I've been getting as of recently, just because we now have been able to open back up to live events and we get to see each other on a more regular basis. Mm -hmm. And there's, listen, we could do a thousand online zoom things. There's nothing like being in person I agree. with a room full of people with that incredible energy. I mean, there's nothing like it. Yep. So I think now it's, it, it is, it's a, it is a support network for so many people. I, you know, I, I, I've shared this a couple of times and I definitely want to highlight it here today is, you know, there talk about support, talk about collaboration. You know, when we first began, we, I networked with a bunch of different women uh, and I got a photographer that came in um, through a recommendation and she started doing photos. Uh, that said photographer was working a full-time job uh, prior and now literally is booked solid with gigs on every day, literally every day because of babes left the full time, Le left the no full time. Longer in full. She, she, so due to COVID, like she wasn't working there anymore, but she doesn't need it anymore. She got a full time photography business. Uh, you know, there is a paper florals girl, uh, that I got connected with that does all the paper florals for me. Um, she's absolutely incredible, incredible Daphne. And, uh, the, the things that I've seen her being able to do, she actually created with all the, the photographer, a makeup artist, a wedding dress designer, uh, an event planner, they got together and they did like a faux wedding photo shoot and to use for their social media. And they've all met through babes. You know, I mean, I could literally go on and on and on about the things that have evolved and happened because of that community. And it's just, it, to me, it just brings me the greatest joy. It truly does. It's just amazing to see what these people can do together. All of that in just over 52 weeks pretty much yeah that's 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 awesome it's it, yeah. and it, i can only imagine where it's going to go and how it's going to evolve um can't wait and and i'm excited to come along for, for the ride to watch what you're doing because like i said i i think there's just so much to learn from from getting a different perspective you know here i am a middle middle-aged overweight white guy from long <laughs> island um and, and i'm encouraged to watch people who were completely different from me and we have some similarities or complete differences. I just think there's so many opportunities out there to, to evolve. And, and it makes me a better listener as well when I watch what you're doing and I, and, you know, and I, and I'm only saying you because you're here, but when I watch other people, but you guys have been influential in that. Um, and I got to give you more credit for that to watch how other people do things and react. Uh, it, it just, it, it makes so many more opportunities available. It's, it's why my businesses have grown and branched out into new divisions and new companies, just learning those, those lessons. Um, 
And I'm, I, I, like I said, everybody, I'm here to be a resource. I may not qualify to be in the room with you guys, but understand that I'm a resource for you. And I, I would love to help in any way that we can when, if and when the time ever comes. I appreciate that yeah, so very much. Definitely. I really do. Listen, if you know anybody who does what these great, these great guys over here do, we're always looking for good people to work on the, on the media end as well. All right. I'll keep that in yeah, mind. For we sure. do. We do have one young lady who's interning with us right now. Who's been an absolute rock star, a recent college grad and, She's one of those people who's open-minded and said, I'll come work for you for free for a little bit. Not that we're Send abusing her to it, but, <laughs> but, but that's exactly it. She's like, I'd like to learn more about this and that. Well, if you want to learn, the door's open. Come in. I don't have paid work for you, but if you want learning opportunities, we, we'd love to present those. Right. And listen, I, I really do believe that being in business is it's, you have to understand that there's, there's going to be moments where you, it's like, you can, I definitely believe I'm a leader for sure, but I'm also a learner. You know, so I take just as much pride and I put just as much effort into the learning and the things that don't pay me than the things that do pay me because it builds, you know, it yeah. builds the foundation. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Without a doubt. I, right. I love it. So you go from, you, you've been in the network marketing business. You get into this babes and business thing. It's, it's taking off. It's working well. I could see the look on your face. You, you've got extreme pride in what you do here. You've mentioned the events we talked a little bit about the why of the organization, but what was it at that, at, you said Nashville, right? Where yeah. you first met. What was it at that event that triggered to you that says, this is the concept and or the organization, which kind of wasn't a true organization at the time from what I gather, but it's something that, that evolved. Right. What was it that triggered in that conversation? Um, whether you were listening for it or looking for it or not, I don't think matters, but like something usually gives. And I, I'd love to right. get that, that trigger point. I think it was the, the collaboration part of it. I think it, and I would think it was the fun. Like, listen, I'm, I'm a girl. I like to have fun. I like to enjoy myself. And I think it was the idea of fun. You know, there was, you know, different in our networking events in our event, larger vendor events, we have three different components. And if, if it's okay, I'll speak to yeah, how that looks. So we have guest speakers that come in and Lauren was one of the guest speakers at our very first event. Uh, three guest speakers that come in and speak to their area of expertise. We have like a topic every, every single event. Uh, so you get to learn and listen as part of the event, but then we have vendors. So if you are someone who has a business and again, it, we can have a real estate agent to someone who makes hair bows, you know, like anyone can come and have a table. Uh, you have a vendor table, you represent your products, your brands, your goods, your services, whatever it is. And you have the ability to, to have exposure in a very different way than just being a guest at these events. So that first vendor. <laughs> That first vendor event, I think I had like, I don't know, 20 vendors. I, I can't have that many anymore. But um, we, I was going to say, that sounds like a lot for the first one. It was a lot. <laughs> it was a lot. And we were at Monsoon in Babylon and we filled the space. Like we uh, it's, it That's out. a tough space to fill though. That's a big it. spot. Hard. We filled it. Yeah. That's kind of a gutsy move to do your first event in a place that large, no? Well, I knew. W was that the intention? <laughs> I knew I was going to sell at least a hundred tickets. Okay. So I, I was, I was confident. Good I, for you. Yeah. yeah. Um, I didn't, it's like, I'm like a go big kind of girl, you know, if you um, listen, if, if you set the, I tell my kids, I used to tell my kids all the time, you know, you, you looked at it and said, if you were shooting an arrow, you know, it's the old cliches, you know, aim above what you're looking for, shoot right. for the, shoot for the stars, right. you I land sell, on the moon kind of thing. Yeah. And if I sell 80 tickets, oh, well, you know, it's, it's a good loss, um, but I sold 99 that event. Actually, I was good so for you. well, you know, hundred would have been good, but whatever. So anyway, so you have the vendors and then, uh, you have, uh, the guests. So, uh, 
you know, you have an opportunity to really be a part of it in so many different ways. Oh, and then we have the networking breakout. So we actually do network, believe it or not. Yes, it's fun. Yes, it's a party, but we break out and we do smaller, more intimate networking. Uh, I always tell the story. I, when I first attended my first babes event in Jersey, I sat down in this networking breakout and I sat with a girl. There was a girl that was about to get married and there was a travel agent, a photographer, a, a calligrapher and something else. And she ended up hiring everyone for her wedding. Oh, that's awesome. Right? So like that was like right there. I was like, so, oh my gosh, look at the power in you, this. You did it. Right. So yeah. maybe it's not even from a business perspective, but maybe, listen, do you know how many people text me a day? Jen, I need a blah, blah, blah. Where do I get one? Yeah. Jen, I need a whatever. Who do I call? You know, so I love to be able to to provide that. Even this morning, there is a girl that um, makes beautiful handmade uh uh, ornaments. I gave her number out to three people this morning. You know, so to me, that's again, another just incredible part about it's something I already, already did organically. I always did that. So to have it as like something that like now, not only that I can monetize, but that I can call my own is pretty incredible. Monetizing is not a bad thing no. either. I, yeah. I, I, not at all. The running joke. So many people say, Oh, well, you do that. You're greedy. Yeah. Like, listen, no. how many people do you know that get out of even even the the lowest of menial jobs, as some people may put it, still gets out of bed every day to make a profit. That profit is their paycheck. You know, right. everybody wants to be able to put at least a penny away in savings because you can do that when your bills are paid. Profit is not a dirty word. It's actually one of those things that keeps creeping back into my own company core values is un understand the reason you're in business is to be profitable. Don't be afraid of that. Right. You know, when we're, we're, we're learning so much on the media side of the business as to what should we be charging for what? Because... As there are so many people on the creative end who are willing to share concepts and ideas and strategies and tactics. But when it comes down to, well, what do you bill per hour? That world is really still the Wild West. There is no standard yet. So you, what do you bill per hour? Well, whatever somebody's willing to pay. But I'm, I'm looking at it from a business standpoint saying, okay, what does it cost for staff? What does it cost for, for the real estate, for the rent and the electric bills and the insurance and everything else? And say, okay if we can reverse engineer all of that and say, all right, how much profit do we want to do and how much of my time has got to be involved? And from a selfish standpoint, I look at it and say, well, as the CEO of the company, and I don't like throwing those initials around ever. I don't like the word. I'm not comfortable with the word entrepreneur and CEO. I run a business. I'm a small business owner and that's me. But even my accountant says, somebody's got to do the job. And if it's not you, then you're going to be working for someone else and you're unemployable. That's been the running joke in my, oh my life God, for I'm almost so 20 years. unemployable. Yeah. <laughs> Completely unemployable. Yep. I've tried it so many times. It does not work. I turned down three last in 2019. I turned down three jobs to go run other people's real estate offices in 2018. I turned down two and I still don't understand why I even got the offer. Um, but I, I, my response to all of them was, well, I'm humbled by the fact that you're coming to me and you see what I'm doing is bringing value to your organization. I am not employable. You a in, and in my head, it's, I, I try to create that limiting belief. They can't afford me. Um, cause I want to raise my own worth per hour. Uh, and they can't tolerate me when I'm there because they, <laughs> I, one of the companies that actually offered me a job, I worked as an agent for many years ago. So if, if you really want to know the answer, go through my history, you, it's not that difficult to find, but I left on very bad terms with them and they owed me a lot of money. And I still to this day haven't gotten it. When they offered me the job, I said, well, are they going to give me that plus the interest that I would have made on it had I invested it? <laughs> that conversation went south really quick. And <laughs> they were like, oh, I, I think I remember you now. Never mind. Click. <laughs> uh, oh, but let's not, let's not make this about, about, about <laughs> me. I'm going to tell my war story. I'm going to sit down with a couple of drinks one day and just 
talk at the camera just to see what comes out of it. That some, would be interesting. Some of it's pretty funny what we've gotten so far. I Corey, bet. Corey made another blooper reel the other day I can't wait to go public with. Very I just cool. told him he's got to get all the F-bombs beeped out because there's <laughs> a lot of them. <laughs> so, all right, one of the one of the things that I noticed uh, last week, which by the time this airs, it's going to be a moot point as far as getting involved in it, but there's going to be more opportunities for this, and I think it's a brilliant business decision. So I'd love to dive into the mindset, the strategy, and some of the tactics as to how you guys came up with this gift guide system. And and anybody who's got any kind of business, especially if it's retail, but even with services, listen very carefully. We're going to try to dive in and dissect this whole thing and then tell everybody who's out there, pay attention to Jen, because when the next one comes around, you definitely want to dive in and get involved. For sure. Okay. So uh, I have to be honest. It was the creating, the creating of it was not my idea. It was the idea of Emily Fitzgibbons. She is a branding and web designer who's actually working on my own personal branding and web design. And after she was a speaker at my event, she's like, I have this great idea. So I was like, all right, let's, what is it? And so she told me, I want to create a gift guide, a super clickable, super, super easy to use gift guide for, um, any small business on Long Island. I said, oh my gosh, I'm 100% in. Since COVID hit, I've definitely, I've looked for so many resources in order to be able to help small businesses as a whole. Mm -hmm. So you could shop small, you can go to one business or another business and buy from a restaurant, whatever it might be. But I wanted to have a much larger impact. I wanted to be able to create something where we can put them all together and then have something there. So when she told me about the gift guide, I said, this is genius. It's been on my brain. Let's do it. So we collectively figured out how we wanted it to work. Uh, she created a super beautiful, um, uh, submission form for anyone who was interested and we posted it on our social media. Uh, and, <laughs> and when I don't, you, and when you say we, you mean you and her, her and I, and that was it. That was it. Yeah. I just wanted to emphasize that right. because what's coming is, is yeah. kind of mind blowing. So, well, well there was, so there was over a thousand clicks on the doc and then we had well over 150 submissions. So, and we're talking like, I don't know, when did we put this out? Like five days ago or six days ago? It wasn't a long time ago. I, I don't like think it ago. was a week. Yeah. yeah, I don't even think it was a week. Um, so we put this out a week ago and the response was absolutely incredible. Uh, and I'm really excited actually to share that. Um, I'm actually a dear friend of Elisa Stefano, and she contacted me and wants to put it on Channel 12. So we'll be on Channel 12 News next week as well. Congratulations. Yeah, I'm really excited about it because I think I, and again, like, for me, it's the opportunity to highlight and showcase these businesses in a way that they never would have been able to have been highlighted and showcased before. So I'm super excited about it. Uh, so we had the 150 submissions. We've, you know, come to a conclusion on who we're going to feature, who we're, everyone's going to be in the guide, right? So we realized very quickly with all of these submissions that we couldn't uh, highlight a giftable item for every single business. It would be, you know, a hundred pages long. So, um, we've come up with a really cool way to categorize the gifts. Uh, and again, super clickable. So you just click like the picture and it will take you straight to that person's website, uh, where you could purchase the item or purchase any other items that you'd like. So this, to make this clear, you guys are setting up this, this page, this, this website that literally will kick people off of it so that they can go purchase from the actual business. Right. You're, you're a facilitator. You're not a middleman. Correct. And there's a very big difference between the two. Correct. I love it. Continue, please. Yeah. 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 So, and then what we're going to do, because we got such an incredible response, uh, we're going to create a directory. Um, so a directory of services and products and brands, um, and categorize it, uh, by, you know, retailer or, um, food, you know, food and, and 
beverage service, whatever it might be. And then we're going to have that as a, as a tool or as a guide for people to use after the holidays are over. Also, what we're going to do is we're going to do, um, uh, three weeks of giveaways. So anyone that provides us with their items that they're gifting away, we're going to raffle those off and do giveaways and have different incentives for people to win those items. So we're going to promote the businesses. They'll be on our social media. They'll be on the news. So it's going to be, it's really going to be exciting. Like there's so much, there's so much. You or I think it was Malcolm Gladwell, but you more and more I listen, you're kind of the epitome of the connector. And I think that's a, it's, it's a huge responsibility and it's potentially a huge burden, but it's, it's such a wonderful opportunity. And I, I, I get excited. I'm, I'm excited for you watching as you talk about it. Like you, you could just sense that, that excitement about it and that, that level of pride and, and you should have every bit of that. You've, definitely earn that Thank i'm you. scribbling some notes so please don't be no, distracted okay. it's sure. the only way i think is if i scribble constantly right. um i think you answered my question so this gift guide doesn't necessarily have an expiration date this is going to be an ongoing thing right so the, the gifting part of it as far as um like the holiday items um those will probably expire but you know emily and i have had multiple conversations since we put this out because we're both just so overwhelmed with the response and super excited about the opportunity to serve. But we know for a fact that this is going to be something that will continue on into 2021. Yeah. And I, I'm not a hundred percent sure of the capacity. That's something about me. <laughs> I don't really plan very far in advance. Um, so I, I don't know exactly what it's going to look like in 2021, but I know it's going to be there. That's not you know? the worst thing in the world. Yeah. You know? it, I'm not a big planner. It, it, you know, again, you move forward and you, you lean up against that wall to only to find out that you're going to fall on your face when you get through. As long as you fall, I, I love the line fall forward. You know, right. I you know, I, I played football when I was in high school and coaches used to always joke, said, you know, if, if your ass was dirty, you had a bad game. If you had, <laughs> if you had the grass and dirt in your mask, you had a good game. That's true. And it was, it was just a simple reference was always be leaning forward. Uh, and some, but that's business. Sometimes you're going to get knocked on your tail. Right. Yeah. And there's, un unfortunately we're in a situation right now where we really don't know what the world is going to look yeah. like, you know? So for me, like I, 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 I take it one step at a time and I, I look at what's happening right now and live in that moment of it and then plan for the next thing and then go, you know, continue on. So I mean, we had our events planned out through 2021 prior to COVID. So to have yeah. all of that taken off the calendar, you know, I, I kind of like to take it step by step. I've, I've, I've learned, you know, I, I have been using zoom long before COVID too, became yeah. a thing and everybody is now getting zoomed out. I, to be honest with you, I, I still love it. I've get I I had four or five meetings the other day where they were quick and do you want to talk over the phone you want to text do you want to get on Zoom and the consumers are saying yeah I'd like to see your face well the good thing about Zoom is the people that actually that never used it before now they're they understand how to use it like they were yeah. forced to learn how to use it whether they were playing bingo with their family or they were working from it whatever it might be everyone was kind of forced to learn how to use Zoom I mean you and I we've been using it for our businesses yeah. way before so we understood it I was how many times I was on a call with someone helping them work through Zoom you know my mom I'm like oh my gosh I can't but you know the good thing is is that now it's a it's another resource right. it's another place that people can can connect and it's it's good because it makes the big world that much smaller but right. at the same time it makes the small world that much bigger because right. it gives us the, the chance to ex contracting is sometimes a good thing expanding sometimes is a good thing and vice versa right and i think that's what that's what the uh the level of acceptance of things like this you know and, and i'm on them every day two or three of them a day usually uh some five minutes some two hours 
And I, if I hear the phrase, I'm zoomed out one more time, I just want, you just want to kind of backhand somebody once in a while and say, do you understand the opportunity you have here? Let's not waste the time complaining, right. make the most of it, do something. I'm going to get on one later today with my father. <laughs> That might be a little this guy. This, this is a guy, Dad. I, I love you, but I'm going to tell the joke. My dad ran technology for one of the largest banks in the country at one point. Still to this day, he doesn't know how to turn his computer on. Oh my goodness! Kind of. Dad was a brilliant strategist. He wasn't right. the tactical guy, and right, right, and right. so it. I learned to laugh, but I but I digress. That's so I I love I love the gift guide. I love the fact that it's going to be an ongoing thing and an evolution. Uh, in my head, I'm thinking. This is a great idea to make it a seasonal thing and specials. And then you got all the different holidays during the course of the year. But logistically, that's going to be a challenge for you. Well, yeah. And I also think like even putting it together myself and then I was starting to think about the gifts that I wanted to purchase for the holidays. I I, I get my I get a little overwhelmed. I'm like, OK, well, I need X, Y, Z. Where am I going to find that? You know, I, and I, you don't really know the first place to start. Well, I'm just going to go down to Babylon and walk the streets. I don't know. Like, how am I finding these stores? Yeah. You know, and of course, social media helps tremendously. Mm -hmm. But I think to be able to really pinpoint it and put it all together in like one nice little place is is just something super special. So uh, again, I'll I'll look at it from a selfish standpoint. I think it's great because you're building a community of like-minded people. I'm sure you have tremendous diversity in personalities and types and backstories and histories, but you're building that community and people are learning from each other. But again, as that over overweight middle-aged white guy from Long Island, I look at this and say, here's a bunch of women who are curating something fascinating. Gentlemen, do not sleep on what these ladies are doing. They may have the potential to make your life so much easier. Oh my gosh, totally. If you, if you think about it, listen, if if I'll I be know, highlighting some from my hubby for sure. <laughs> and, I, and and listen, from a sales standpoint, I think it's a it's a great opportunity for you. And it, I, I'm only thinking about it for me. Saying you know, my wife and I have backed off the gift giving thing a couple of years ago because it just got it got carried away. And so now we give away experiences and trips. And well, guess what? I, I think we're like six or seven trips in the, in the, in the bag that we still got to get, got to get on Us that aren't too. happening. So I know. You know, no Aruba, no Las Vegas, no this, no that. And the Vegas is a tough one. Uh, yeah. But that's both, both because we're ridiculously compulsive gamblers when we're there. <laughs> we have a wonderful time. Uh, <laughs> and I like to gamble too. Maybe we'll go gambling. Yeah, together. definitely. When Listen, AC I, opens back up. Together, I, I'm, so. <laughs> I'm game. We were trying to figure out how to sneak up to Mohegan sun and can we do it? Or what is Vegas? We've got friends that, are, that live out there and some that have actually gone. Um, and we're both of the mindset that if, listen, if we can't do it right, it's Vegas is the one place that if you can't do it right, we don't want to do it at all. And again, that's just the way we yeah, handle it. Yeah, no, I it. get it. Trust me. You know, we want to be able to get drunk, fat, <laughs> stupid, broke, rich at the same time and and not worry Nothing about a better. thing. Nothing better. Falling down without a mask on my face is not acceptable in Vegas. Okay. You might have to edit the last yeah. two, three minutes of this. <laughs> all good. All I'm good. just I diving into in my head. There's No, know. and I get it, but it's true. I mean, there's just so much that we want to do. And unfortunately, there's yeah. not much we can. But yes, experiential things are, are amazing for the holiday right. season. But but get back to it. So so my my point being that that what you're building to help these, these wonderful women build their businesses and create their opportunities also could be an opportunity for many other people that really your organization isn't designed to be for them, but it serves them. And, and that's what I love. What I, what I keep hearing the underlying tones of everything babes and business is all about is not only can we help you succeed and create opportunity, but how are we serving a bigger community? 
Absolutely. And I think that's what made me connect with you because I, I look at this and it's part of my mantra is, you know, to, to be a person who service to others and to help. Uh, and while the money is important and we want to get paid, if I can get paid and do it in a way where I'm providing a service and helping other people evolve, it's why I love hiring. I mean, listen, I got two guys in this room right now instead of one. Um, and, and I want the opportunity to serve them to grow their careers. Yeah. Um, absolutely. So, all right, let's, let's keep moving forward. So we got the gift guide. Where do you, where do you see the opportunities for your new networking organization to grow? What's the pain point? Where are the opportunities moving forward? Because if there's someone out here listening, we want to start to pull them into your, into your, your circle right. uh, and say, pay attention and then find the opportunity to jump in the water. Right. I like that question. That's a good one. So once in a while I come up with something good. <laughs> so when immediately what came to mind when you were asking the question is how do I continue to grow and serve in a way that keeps up with everything that's going on? Right. So that's always the toughest part because even on social media, every time you turn around, the algorithms are different. You know, you're, you know, we, we just in, grew our, our following and I don't want to talk about social media following. Like it's something you have to have, but for us, like we have an, a, it's an online community. You know, the more people that are following babes in business, it's not like a personal gratification thing so I could post my selfies or my kids or whatever like that. Babes and Business is it, on Instagram is a hub. It's, it's where the community starts. So to be able to continue to grow the following just means for me that I can continue to impact more people and more businesses, right? So that's definitely a pain point. That's something that is hard these days. I mean, it's not easy to, you know, gain followers on Instagram. We just hit 3000 and I was like crying that day because 3000 is a lot to grow organically in one year. In one year. Yeah. And I'm certainly not like buying follow, like I'm not going to do any of that nonsense nope. because that's crazy. And I say it all the time, the 3000 people that we have following babes in business right now are 3000 engaged people. You know, you could tell just by the analytics, you know, so I want to continue to grow that following so then we can continue to grow our community. And that's hard sometimes. Uh, and then how do we continue to monetize? Say we do get shut down again. What the hell does that look like? You know, and Zoom events, like you said, I mean, they're great and all, but it's, it's not the same return. It's not the same as being in a, in a room full of people. So how do we continue to monetize and grow and, and, and serve more people in a way that's going to give back to us as well? Uh, and we actually did uh, just recently, about two months ago, offer now advertising opportunities. So there's advertising Good opportunities through Babes, which is amazing. And we've had a massive, massive return from it, not just for me personally, but for the people that are advertising. So that's something um, that we've kind of looked at as an opportunity, something that we can give back to people. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I guess for me personally, the the uh the biggest challenge or you know opportunities that i want to continue to to have is to how to reach more people i love it and one of the dis <clears throat> excuse me one of the distinctions I, I heard you mention i don't i don't know if it was your exact words or my interpretation of it and i appreciate the fact that you answered the question based on your interpretation of it because the way that I heard it when I asked it was different than the way that you oh, answered really? it. Okay. And I absolutely love that because that's what this is right yeah. now. This is just a space for open-minded. How do you hear, you know, you, you right. hear what you want to hear and you acknowledged and said it was a great question, which is flattering, but you heard it in a way that best served you, which is what that chair and the people in it is for. And I, I, I am very appreciative of that. But okay. one of the things I know when we're talking about your, your you know, your, your Instagram following is audience versus community. You don't need 10,000, 100,000 followers. 
you have 3,000 engaged members of a community. Absolutely. They're no longer an audience who's watching you from the outside being voyeuristic. They're people who are... Com when I started this endeavor a little over a year ago, we had about 750 followers on one account. And I guarantee you, of those 750 people following that real estate account, probably, without exaggeration, 500 of them were real estate agents from around the country or around North America because that was my old community of people that I worked with and coached for and with and got the chance to speak to. And when we started this process, we looked at it and said, we want to grow the audience. And that was the way that I put it. And I realized how much of a mistake that was. And we've, we've since doubled that. But where we've succeeded was that that 500 people who were just mostly agents, a lot of it's gone away because what we produce is no longer a value to them. That's a good thing. Sometimes right. you build your list by removing people who shouldn't have been there in the first right. place. Um, but as we've grown it, again, we've got a lot of people watching what we do because this is what we all do. We watch things that people are doing. If they work, we steal them and we take credit for it. God bless. <laughs> I'm, I'm good with that. Take, steal it. everything I do. I couldn't care less. But as time's gone on, I realize how much more engagement and involvement I have. So some of them are people in the community, which is why we launched our If You Live Here show that we touched on before we got on the air. So I'll talk about that at another time uh, on my show, not on yours. Um, <laughs> but, you know, we, we've connected and built a community of people. And I'm proud to say that if somebody sends a direct message to me through Instagram, there's a really good chance they're going to get a response within an hour or two, if not minutes. I'm proud of the fact that I manage it and I'm building that community. And while my account is a hodgepodge of a lot of different things, some touch on real estate, some don't, we've got multiple accounts we're building. Um, it's all about bringing value to other people. And there are calls to action in there that say, Hey, I need to get paid. So I have services. So if you want to buy from me, don't be afraid to ask. Right. It, it, it's just understanding that the audience is great because it helps you learn. Community is what's going to not only help you grow, but it's also going to get you paid at the same time. Right. And profit is not a four-letter word. We should not be afraid of it. Right. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah, no, I, so I, I, and, you know, I mean, you could talk about like all the different accounts that we, I mean, if you're in business, you probably manage at least two to three accounts, right? Um, and, you know, it's a very similar situation for me personally. So my personal account, you know, I have just as many followers in the eight years I've had Instagram as I do in the one business account that I have for babes in business. So I, and I, one of the things that I can offer, maybe if someone's listening and they are like, okay, well, you know, I don't, I don't really know how to do all of this stuff is just be okay with where you're at and work with what you, what you know, you know, like I work with what I know. I use Canva really well. So yep. I make it really pretty. You know, I make it mine. You know, yours, your aesthetic is going to be your aesthetic. Cause that's what appeals to you. I know so Canva I'm, very well. I actually taught a Canva class with Lauren. I love Lauren's uh, Canva class. And, and we did one together where I just kind of, she kind of ran the foundation of it. And all my job was to say is, Hey, Lauren's Lauren's a woman who's got a very different feel and look for things. And I'm a guy who's just like, Hey, just throw it. it it's <laughs> black and blue and green and red. They're good for me. Um, but uh, after doing that, and, and I, I, she complimented me on a few things that, that I brought to the table, which was uh, more than enough for me. But what I, what I learned from that was I started studying my own analytics and realized how heavily I skewed mail. And I don't, Listen, I'm not going to get into the whole political correct thing or any of the movements or anything like that. My point was, 
I, you need to have a, a very diverse audience unless you have a very specific niche that you can sell to a lot. Right. I'm in real estate. I live in Nassau County. I've born and raised, I was born seven blocks from the Nassau County, Queens, Nassau border. So I'm pretty much a Long Island guy my whole life. First person in my family, not born in Brooklyn, uh, in my extended family. And I, I realized I've got a voice that resonates with certain people more than others. Right. Because I've got my opinion, you know, and they're like belly buttons. I'll use the, the, the nicer <laughs> phrase. Everyone's got one. But I, I after doing that class, I, I just happened to stumble into my own Instagram insights. And I looked at the feed and I looked at the aesthetic and I'm like, I've got to make some changes. Because I can be relatable to other audiences that I want to do business with, not because I want their money, but because, and at the end of the day, sure, I want to get paid by everybody if I can. Uh, I'd love to be the only real estate agency on Long Island. It would make my life very, very. But we clearly <laughs> know that's not going to happen. And, and right. we, yeah, with 29,000 plus and growing members, that number is going to keep increasing. So I am not going to be exclusive. But it made me realize if the physical look that I was putting together didn't resonate with them, can the words start to make more sense to a different audience. Right. And it, it made me aware of the fact that while Lauren was, I think guest number two or three on the podcast when we originally started, because I saw value in, in her message to the audience, we did start to skew more, more male because it was just where I was leaning at the time. And the minute I became aware of it, I'm you're here. And, and uh, we've had Rebecca Cohen with her business partner, Aaron Bates. They were amongst our original guests. And we've had more and more women in that seat because it's helping me become a better business person. But it's also helped me become a better person to right. hear different perspectives. Right. Absolutely. And I Part of the reason why I'm sitting here with you, it's actually a really funny story. When you first reached out to me, you told me that you were friends with Lauren. I texted her. I was like, is he a creep? <laughs> like, what is this guy? Like, good can you tell you. me about this guy first before I respond to him? And she's like, no, no, no. He's really good. He's really, really good. I'm like, okay, great. <laughs> I have no problem putting my head and my face anywhere to put an ask out there. Yeah. Because, and I, I say this as humbly as I can, because when I put the ask out, I only do it because I see there being an opportunity for it to be at worst mutually beneficial. Right. Um, and I've had people come on the show where I didn't think there would be any benefit to me, but huge benefit to them. And I've done the show with them and they brought it to my, to my light to say there's benefit to you as well. So I'm, I'm learning and evolving and I will continue to do that every day that I'm blessed to be able to look down at the grass instead of up at it. That's kind of my big thing in, in, in life is to say, learn something new every day. I preach oh it to God. my children. Uh, I preach it to anybody who's willing to listen. So, you know, I've, true statement. I've had more than my fair share of lessons today alone. And here we are at 1030 in the morning. Uh, and I'm excited because there's a hell of a lot more out there. Right. And, and I, I touched on that earlier that I'm, I'm constantly learning, you know, I, I've, I've, I mean, I'm sure you've heard this before, right? If you're the smartest person in the room, find a new room, right? I said it to so, my father over the weekend. Yeah, there you go. You know, so I, I always look to learn and to grow and to evolve. I feel like, you know, especially now you, and, and as parents, right? So you and I are both parents, you know, we have these kids that are growing up in this new world, in this new space. We have to be able to be able to, to, to continue to learn and, and understand that things are not going to stay static. Like we have to keep moving. Yeah. You know, we have to. So, yeah. I love the fact that you have a creepy guy meter. I love the <laughs> fact that you used it. 
I love the fact that I passed. I'm, I, listen, listen you, it's babes in business, you know? So like you have to, you do really do have to be my, careful. You my 11 year old walked home from school yesterday. My wife and I had, my wife and I were, were out. We had an appointment we had to be at. And we literally sat there and monitor her on tracking her phone to see where she is because we live in a world where unfortunately you can't let an 11 year old walk home without, when my wife and I were 11, we were crossing major roads oh my gosh, and I was highways and well, yeah. bike everywhere and, you know, there were jokes that we were out buying cigarettes and stuff for people at 12, 13 years old. <laughs> so, so it's, it's the, it's the world we live in. And, and I, I, listen, I, I love the fact that you reached out and asked. I'm, I'm really appreciate Lauren. Thank you so much for giving her an answer that, She's that like, works yeah, for me. Yeah, no, no, no. He's you know, good. I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> there, there's nothing that she wouldn't ask me for that I wouldn't at least consider doing in return. I mean, she's just that kind of person. And I, I love the fact that she's a, I assume that she surrounds herself with people of like mind, which is right. why I, I wanted to reach out to you and said, she's got a huge voice and, you know, she's done all her Rachel Hollis stuff and I've encouraged her and, and worked with her whenever she's asked me about things like that and said, that's, that's her guru. That's her mentor. Right. Run with it. You know, don't be embarrassed by it. And Lord knows she has, and I'm so proud of her for doing it. Right. And she's, I mean, like, and I just have to have a massive shout out to the entire Zambelli family because uh, I mean, I don't know. Including if you- dad. He's, he's so great. Uh, I I don't know if you even know this, but we, during the summer months and into the early, um, the late spring, the late early fall, uh, we were doing live events, but we were doing them in yards because yep. that's how I can make it happen. Right. Yep. I'm going to figure it out no matter which way I can figure it out. I did it in my backyard. It poured on us that night, but we still had a great time. But the Zambelli family actually opened up their home to yep. us in West Islip and hosted an event for us uh, to, and it was amazing i mean and they hosted the most beautiful event on the water so yeah, they, they have to you know and they did for no reason they, again there was no because they yeah. can, because they can right listen i i they they are aware of how blessed in life that they are they've created most of their own blessings which is what i love about the house them is sick and they're they're painfully humble, and they're, and they're all a little crazy too, which yeah. is which is what really makes love me them. connect with them. You yeah, know, yeah, bat, batshit crazy is actually a good trait in my <laughs> in my opinion. I even met the grandma. She was <laughs> grandma's a hustler. She yeah, was she, working, you know, up until a couple of years ago, she was working with them and bringing value to the mortgage business. Was and, she? I didn't even yeah. know. That. Oh my yeah, gosh, oh, so oh yeah. yeah. When, when Lisa Lisa and I, Lisa the, the, the uh, Lauren's mom and I were talking years ago, and I I've worked with uh lisa for well over 10 years right um and really never paid attention to the fact that she had kids until all of a sudden one day the one was in the business and now two are in the business and yeah. and they just keep getting better and every yeah. time every time the next generation gets better lisa gets better and joe has evolved into you know joe went from having this great construction business to now he's He's still got construction, but he's doing the home inspection thing. Yeah. And he's one of my most trusted assets and, and allies in, in business. When you well, surround. speaks to exactly like we were just talking about, yeah. you know, you surround yourself with good people and they continue to grow and evolve. And oh my gosh, if I could little babes in business out of my daughters, I'll take it. You know, if I could show my girls the way and they do something that, you know, feeds their soul and drives them the way my stuff drives me. I, I've done a job well done. Uh, listen, you, you there's there's an opportunity for you there as well. I mean, you got babes in business. You got you know you got mini babes in business. Yeah. The next generation. Um, I had a I had a reference I was going to make and it went in one ear and flew oh, out sorry. the other. So no, not your fault. Mine. I have short term memory issues at, at times. <laughs> um, all right, because I know I know you've got somewhere else to be. So I got to respect calendar. Um, talk to me about who we can put you in front of from our audience let let's let's talk 
you talk to my audience right now and tell them why they need to come follow you. I got, I got you back and I'll tell, tell every one of them. If, if it's something you do, even if you're not on long Island, you need to pay attention to yourself. And I forget, forget her name, the one from Jersey. Jen, Jen, another Jen, another Jen, go follow this Jen and then follow that Jen and watch what they do. And, and gentlemen, I, I, I implore you to pay attention. Don't stalk and be creepy. Cause I know some of us have a tendency where we can do that. I'll take the hit for the rest of you guys out there. I don't like to think that I'm creepy, uh, but who the hell knows? It all comes down to interpretation. Talk to, talk to my audience and tell them what the value is, how they can connect with you. Is it an organization they need to join that they just follow along Let's, let's, let's really roll up our sleeves and give the sales pitch right now. Okay. This is the part that like, it feels like, I don't know. I get nervous. Um, don't so, feel, okay. listen, you're, you're just talking to me. I have like I four listeners, so I don't never. worry about it. You're not going <laughs> to. And I don't typically get nervous either. Uh, no. So, I mean, from a personal perspective, Jen Fasano, um, dot com, Jen Fasano on Instagram. Um, you can find me for just day to day. I, I'm, a, I live a very authentic life. So I show you the good, the bad, the ugly. I am partnered with a net, network marketing company that focuses on health and wellness. Uh, so if you want to be educated on, you know, wellness, tips or anything like that you can follow me on my own personal page uh is additionally uh i also provide resources for moms uh, i have another organization and again it's more of a community-based uh thing but it's called not just a mom movement so if you are a mom or if you know anyone who's a mom or maybe a new mom that might be struggling uh you could follow not just a mom movement as well um that's been around since my kids were little and i really just use it as a place to uh, you know inspire and motivate moms um but then from a babes in business perspective, you know, if you are, you know, someone who is looking to get into business or someone who maybe has gone through um, ups and downs in your business or someone who has a thriving business, if you're someone that can lend something to babes in business, there you, go. you know, if you're someone that could, you know, help our community continue to grow and continue to expand by all means, you know, we want to work and collaborate with as many people as possible. And just because you're a guy, if you're listening, doesn't mean that you can't follow along with what babes in business does. And I love, love, love everything that you said about all of the reasons why you follow. So yes, we are a female driven um, community and, and, and we focus on, you know, female feminine energy, but that does not mean that men can't find their space there and they can't, you know, you know, if it, listen, maybe it can make you a better husband or a better boyfriend right. or, you know, you never know what, what, what we can offer for you. A better so. boss, a better employee, right? a better follower, oh gosh, a better leader, yeah, either better way. Boss. Yeah, Definitely. I'm sure some guys could follow along to yeah. be better bosses. And listen, I, I'm I'm excited for what you, that whole world is is of of building your your movement, your community is doing because it does open up the eyes. Now listen, we've all had our stories, and our our it's their our stories. It doesn't make it right or wrong for others. It makes it right or wrong for us and how we perceive it. Right. And you know, I've had great bosses in my life that were men. I've had horrible bosses that were men and vice versa. And vice versa. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I did not have as many female bosses in my short professional career before I became employed by the biggest jackass in the world, me, <laughs> um, you know, when I became self-employed. Um, but I look back on, on a borderline hostile relationship I had with the, with the female manager. Uh, and it was hostile from her to me. And Two years after I left that job, I, under, I, I learned why she hated the fact that I was there. She had someone else better in her eyes for the job. I, I, I got it. They didn't. It made right. for a tough time. It, it did put a negative on my perspective as, as having a, a female boss. But the woman who followed her 
could not have been a better. She was one of the best bosses I've ever had in my life. And she was actually the last boss I've ever had. Uh, I, I left MasterCard after, after her. Um, and she made it easy for me to leave. She actually, I don't want to, I'm going to say she encouraged me to leave, but in a positive way, she saw an opportunity for me and she encouraged me to take it. And I'm, I'm eternally grateful to her for that. So yeah, it's, it's actually interesting that you share that. Cause I, as you're telling the story, I'm thinking about my experiences and I've had both male and female, um, uh, bosses in the past and female energy is very interesting when you put powerful women all together in a room, but I've learned so much from some of the female mentors that I've had. Um, and, but then I can think about, you know, a, a situation where I had a male as, as a, as a boss and there's, when you have a, f a strong female energy, uh, in the same room as, a um, a man who's intimidated by that, it could be quite interesting. Yeah. And I actually will share that I, my last job that I was at, I was fired from my job. Um, and I'm not embarrassed by that. I was um, sick. Congratulations. Yeah. I was fired <laughs> from my job and I was so freaking pissed that day. Um, and I, I, it's still to this day, there's, there's things I'd like to say. Uh, but I know it was the best thing that has ever literally ever happened to me in my life. Yeah. Cause it, it was the catalyst for everything that's in my life now. So you never know. It, listen, it, it, it's a good way to wrap. It was a great opportunity. You seized it. You learned from it, both right. positive and negative, and, and that works out well. Perfect. Jen, I can't thank you enough for coming and doing this. This has been a lot of fun. I hope to have more of these conversations. Sure. I would hope that if you found value in, the, in this, that some of the other brilliant women you surround yourself with, feel free to encourage them to reach out to me. Let them be the creeps in a relationship. <laughs> and I'll call you and say, is this woman creepy? <laughs> I, I promise you, I will not forget that line. That that was one, it was one of the more memorable ones that came up at this table, and I, I, I am very very appreciative of that because again it's it's perspective listen i've i've got to now make these introductions and approach people in a, in a in a way that makes them not think should i ask somebody if this is creepy thank you for it's a great lesson for me to learn today on today's episode of the show i learned that i can be borderline creepy there's a soundbite right there i love it i love absolutely love it uh i'm gonna link up all your contact awesome. info with us as we evolve and put this stuff together we'll we'll definitely tag you share it and okay. make mention of it um if there's anything we can do for you or thank any you. of the other fabulous babes that you're working with whether it be real estate media or just want to talk to a guy who's borderline batshit crazy about his experience in business, I'm more than happy to share. Perfect. Thank you so Thank much for you. coming and do this. I look forward to growing and evolving this relationship and being a part of your community outside of your babes world. I'll linger out there, but I still think there's opportunities for us to create it. Thank you so much for joining us today, Jen. Thank you. Ladies and gentlemen, as always, this is another episode of Opportunity Knocks. If you like what we're doing, we would love it and be humbled if you would take two minutes and actually leave a review for us. It's kind of the lifeblood of how these things work, and I haven't reached out and put the ask out there. So do me a favor, Spotify, iTunes, or wherever the hell you're watching us from, go leave a review. If, I think, if you think I'm creepy and want to give me one star, knock yourself out. If you love me and you want to give me five, I'll give you a hug next time we're allowed to do that too. Thanks so much for tuning in. Have a fantastic day.